Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beer and Money. I am Ryan Burklow. And I'm Alex Collins. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about what's going on with the stock market. Yeah, it's uh, it's been an interesting ride here over the last uh, week or so. Uh, we're, we're recording this, just so you guys are aware, on uh, Monday, January 24th. Yeah, so obviously the start to 2022 in terms of the stock market, it's not on the positive side. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about what, what's going on, what's causing uh, the negative uh, aspect that's going on right now. So we'll give you some background to that. But before we get into that, Mr. Collins, what are we drinking? Today, we're drinking a fresh hop IPA from Valley House. It's the community fresh hop. Uh, 6.4 uh, alcohol by volume. Uh, it's kind of got that that medium good balance for a Northwest IPA. Um, we weren't able to figure out how many IBUs it has in it, but uh, I'm going to guess somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 60s, 70s. That would have been my guess. Uh, this is, as Alex said, at the, at the Valley House, which is near and dear to my heart as it's in my my town in, in Duval, Washington. Uh, solid beer. The, the bitterness is a medium bitterness. Um, it's your classic kind of IPA finish. Uh, it's one of my favorite IPAs, IPAs that they have out there um, for them. Literally on the board as you're in his brewery, the IBUs is actually question mark. So he literally doesn't put the, uh, now this is the only beer he's got as a question mark. Um, but, uh, the brewer, uh, his name is Andy. He's, if you go down there and you meet him at all, the question mark will make complete sense to you. So I'll just leave it at that for, from that standpoint. So, um, so let's transition. Let's talk about the stock market, right? So this is, it's negative right now, right? Like mm-hmm. returns are not looking pretty. Um, and, if we could sum it up in terms of what's going on in the, in the market right now, it's really one word we we feel, and it's uncertainty. Yeah, I mean the market doesn't like uncertainty. Um, there's a whole host of different things going on right now. We've got uh, you know, mixed reports that we're getting in terms of uh, economics. We're getting some uh, you know negative news in terms of like interest rates, inflation. Uh, there's some political stuff going on. There's potential war in Ukraine. There's questions about uh, where the economy is at. All, all of these things mixed together create a significant amount of uncertainty, um, and that's that's causing people to to you know pull back in terms of their positions. Uh, the the market is a relatively emotional uh, beast and reacts very quickly to to news. And as such, when we see you know negative news pop up, like the market reacts and reacts quickly. Yeah, I mean, if we can go through kind of each one of those on, on a brief high level, Alex, around like what that means, right? So we'll start with like questions about where the economy is. You may personally not have questions around the economy. Maybe you feel comfortable, but overall, the Americans are having questions around. Okay, now that we're starting to come out of the pandemic is it overinflated because of what the government did right is is these these growth stock companies overinflated and so there are concerns around what's the end result is it going to start to have a pullback yeah we're I mean, we're talking about like okay how do we unwind some of the stimulus and what does that look like and things of that nature um, and one of the things that is being talked about is the potential for interest rates to be to be raised. Um, you know, right now the, the Fed is talking about raising rates 
at least a couple times, potentially more in uh, 2022. Um, and that that has the potential to negatively impact the the overall economy. There's a lot of questions about uh, you know folks having taken early retirement and and this great leaving of uh, the the boomer generation into retirement and what that like if that was accelerated, if that's a good thing or a bad thing for the economy, what that looks like and, and how that's going to affect the ability for employers to find high quality people and, and what winds up happening with uh, wage inflation. Yeah. I mean, the it's not just the boomer generation either. It's 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 really the amount of jobs that are still available that they're trying to hire for, but they're also having to increase the wages right? So how does all of this come to play? How does that affect the economy? Which is why people are essentially selling because they're concerned about that. They're concerned about it affecting it negatively. Right. Right. And then you add in inflation, right? That's another issue. Now, inflation, how do do you, how do you keep pace with inflation? Well, stocks help with that. (laughs) Typically, (laughs) but you got to keep it long-term. And then you've got this war, possible war in, in Ukraine. And how does that, what, what is the United States reaction? What do we do there? Yeah. I mean, I saw one political commentator talk about how this could potentially blow up into world war three. I've seen other folks come out and say, no, 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 it's not going to be anywhere near that, that big if it does wind up occurring. And um, I mean, ultimately the point is, is that there's a tremendous amount of uncertainty in in terms of like what the response of, of Europe would be what the response of Russia is going to be, China, the U.S. And there's just a ton of uncertainty around this. And like once the the market just doesn't like uncertainty at all, uh, because it creates the possibility of of either going up or down, and sometimes significantly depending upon what it is that we're talking about. Yeah. So when you add in all of this uncertainty, that's that's what you're seeing. That's why it's negative right now. Is People are scared. Yeah, there's also this this concept that we've seen this just absolutely tremendous run in the market, um, like where like we go back to uh, 2020, uh, we saw the market pull back uh, the onset of of COVID, um, and then within a relatively short period of time, it basically bounced back from that, and now we're significantly higher than where we were. Um, and that was built upon like almost a, a full decade where the market really just kind of marched forward. Um, there was a blip here, or a blip there. But uh, you know, what we're seeing is we're seeing a significant um, you know, bull run uh, in the market or a su- series of bull runs, depending upon how you wind up classifying it. Um, we got really close to some 20% pullbacks and obviously 2020 with the beginning of COVID was a, a you know, short-lived bear market. Um, but, you know, it's just one of those things where we, we need to understand that in general, the market doesn't just go straight up. Like it is volatile in general and that that is normal behavior for the market um, and trying to understand what is normal and how are we supposed to react to it is an important part of, of investing. And it really goes to the heart of the psychological component of investing and how how we should invest and like why it's important for us to take a, a long-term view when we're talking about investments. 
it, it's it's important. It's always an important reminder to remember that volatility is a good thing pre-retirement. That's what creates the rate of return. <laughs> right? Everyone, Every, it, everyone forgets that, especially in the last decade, because it's it's felt like just a straight line. It hasn't been, but it's felt like a straight line. And we forget that the volatility is what creates that rate of return in our portfolios. It's hilarious that the term volatility typically winds up getting used to mean downside volatility. There, there can be upside volatility as well. And so volatility isn't by nature a negative term, even though most planners, advisors, folks in the stock market that, that talk about the market on a regular basis, talk about volatility as a negative thing. It's just a tool. It's a measure of risk and how, how much swings both up and down uh, the market or, or any other particular investment has. So I think what the, the main takeaway that we want you to have in this particular episode is, well, there's two takeaways. One, understanding why it's doing what it's doing, which we just gave a very high level approach, right? We don't know how you're individually invested. So we can't give any individual <laughs> reasons as to why your portfolio is doing what it's doing. But overall, this is how the market's reacting to those uncertainty uh, questions. And so the one, the second piece is bear markets, and I'll just you know define bear versus bull for our, our newer people that are trying to understand investing. Right, bull market means like you think the market's going up. A bear market is you think the market's going to go down. Right, and bear markets are a normal occurrence. Now, we don't know what, how, how many years it takes to get into a bear market and how long we'll be in that bear market, but it's a key piece to understand that bear markets are normal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, typically it's used as a, the 20% measure, um, either up or down is what starts uh, a bear or a bull or stops the other, the, the inverse. Um I'm not sure you can qualify it officially as a bear market just yet, but right. the talking heads are already speaking into that. So we just want to give some high level understanding of what that means when they start to talk like that. Well, and then like the other component to that is like, um, I remember a few years ago we were talking about, oh, this is the longest like bull market run that we've ever seen. And like, while that was true and accurate, we definitely saw like pullbacks of in the neighborhood of like 17, 18, 19% during that bull run. And so it's one of those things where it's like, okay, does it need to be exactly 20% for it to like, like, does it still hurt if the market comes down 19%? Like, for example, if you had a million dollar portfolio and were a hundred percent invested in the market, like, okay, you didn't hit 800,000, but you got to like 810 like that's still going to feel very much like a, a bear market to you. Right. And so, Alex, I think you say it best in terms of how to really view the, this standpoint in terms of how you're invested, right? Yeah. If we're invested long-term, meaning 10, 15 years plus, then short-term volatility kind of doesn't matter. Like we, we don't care where the market is going to be in the next 
30 days, 60 days. We care where it's going to be in 10 years or 15 years when we go to access that money. Or if we're accessing that money, that bucket that we're looking at long-term still, we're still not accessing it for the next 10, 15, 20 years. So the returns right now, while we care, they don't matter. We care about where the market's going to be in 10, 15, 20 years. And if we're investing for the short term, we shouldn't be heavily invested in volatile investments like the stock market. We should be much more conservative. And therefore, the volatility, while we care, shouldn't matter. Because if we see a 20% move and we're only 20% invested in the market, well, then depending upon what's happening with the rest of the portfolio, like we might only be down like 4%. Don't get me wrong. That's still bad. We don't want that. But at the same time, that shouldn't be something that is like a massive red flag at all. So just a little preclude to our next episode, we're going to be talking about, okay, when the market's down, what should you be doing? So make sure you check out uh, the next episode or, or earmark uh, the, the next episode that's coming out, which takes us to the question of the day, Mr. Collins. Our question today is how are you current reacting to the current market? So head over to beerandmoney.net and there's a spot for you to answer that question. Or if you have specific questions for us, there's a spot for you to email us uh, and we can answer those questions. We always hope these episodes are valuable. If you got any value out of this, share it. My guess is you've got friends, family members, coworkers that might be having the same questions you have. So make sure you share that out. And uh, that's the whole purpose of this podcast is to be that resource. As always, we hope this episode was valuable. And Mr. Collins. Cheers. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or Quantified Financial Partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax legal or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 333 North Indian Hill Boulevard, Claremont, California, 91711. Telephone 909-399-1100. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Ryan Burkrow, AR Insurance License number 1531912. CA Insurance License, number 0K24924. Alexander Collins, AR Insurance License, number 7264699. CA Insurance License, number 0H24806. Pinpoint number 
132718, expiration January 2024.